the puppet of Ventriloquois. In the once vibrant city of Ventriloquois, a unique creation named Marcel takes on a quest to unravel the truth in a world draped in deceit. Crafted by enigmatic artisan Aldo, Marcel is a puppet unlike others. His odyssey interweaves adventuring through a sinister cityscape, confronting monstrous antagonists, acquiring ancient puppeteer tools, and unfolding the story of his creator and his city. Chapter 1, Awakening of Strings. Cold. That's the first sensation that enveloped Marcel. He was born to a world veiled in darkness and silence, a disorienting dance of abstract thoughts and lubricious shadows. Strewn around him, he could delineate the ghostly outlines of unfamiliar objects, as ephemeral as musings in the canvas of reality. But within this obscurity, Marcel found himself strangely aware. A marionette, crafted not just for performing but a creation distinguished with consciousness, its reality set in motion by the strings of destiny. Just awaken, a hollow whisper curled around him like the winter's chill seeping into the bone. There was familiarity in that voice, as if it had been interwoven with his wooden strings, fused into his existence. Aldo, the whisperer's name resonated within his hollow wooden bones, reverberating against the unseen walls of his spirit. Marcel remained in some darkened corner, silent, whittled from cold white pine and transfixed by enigmatic whispers of his maker. Gaining confidence, Marcel staggered on his unfinished legs onto the unknown streets of Ventriloquois. A labyrinth of stone streets and eerily looming silent buildings cast enormous shadows, swallowing moonlight's feeble defense. Cobblestones beneath his wooden feet echoed with the city's desolation, each step mirroring the symphony of silence and decay. Corroded whisperings of once bustling cities filled these grim spaces. Storefronts and houses, abandoned, sat in mourning accoutrement. Tail air, cold and clear, filled with the grim scent of damp wood and decay hung heavily in the claustrophobic alleyways. Echoes of sprightly laughter, cheerful hagglings and joyous fanfare that once graced the city's amphitheater were replaced with hushed whispers and an overwhelming desolation. Wandering and exploring, Marcel's crystalline bead eyes learned the desolation in Ventriloqua's gaping mouth. The memories of artisan shops filled with puppet masterpieces, the cheerful puppet theatres, the bustling squares under the grand festivals were now nothing but morphed mirages dancing at the brink of faded reality. The city was once a haven where joy resided in each carved corner, where puppets were the heralds of happiness, it was now on the precipice of being buried under the hand of time, lost and forgotten. A puppet theatre at the heart of the city stood silent, serving as a mausoleum for the departed glory. Puppets, once revered entertainers adorned with glamour and flamboyance, now dangled like forgotten dreams against the backdrop of a decaying city. Remember my whispers, Marcel, the hollow voice of Aldo echoed. Lapwing cries under the duck-egg blue moonlight softly merged with the unseen presence of his creator, luring him further into the city's awaiting jaws. And sir, Marcel wandered on. With each hollow echo of his undefined footsteps on the stone streets, the puppet embraced his nascent existence, an embodiment of paradox, a creation cast among ruins. Unseen, unheard, the strings of an unfamiliar world twitched around him. A puppet in the hands of a puppeteer had awakened, ready to dance to the tune of destiny under the crumbling city of Ventriloqua's somber sky. The stage was set, a marionette defining his cogent existence beneath the shadows of deceit. To survive, he had to learn a language not spoken in whispers, but in archival silence, a language of the city he was destined to unravel. And every stone, every corner of the crumbling city, a word, a phrase in this ancient dialect ready to be deciphered. Thus commenced the puppet's odyssey, his tango with life draped in emptiness, his pursuit of truth among the labyrinth of illusions, and the unfurling of a narrative bound in the silken threads of deception yet to be tested against the pendulous balance of time.
The birth of Marcel was not an event, but the awakening of a consciousness, hinged on the precipice of profound oblivion, recounting the tale of his strings and their imminent dance with fate. Chapter 2, Artisan's Legacy. Luck, faith or existential curiosity had led Marcel to the cobblestone path winding up to a solitary structure, crumbling under the weight of its own secrets. It was swallowed by the pervasive gloom of Ventriloqua, a lone giant, scarred by time, bearing uncanny whispers that spoke of craftsmanship born out of love and a legacy shrouded in obscurity. And in its lonely silhouette, the puppet found a piece of his own unknown past. Edging closer, Marcel's glass bead eyes, enhanced with a spark of curiosity, meticulously scanned the decrepit building. Its wooden panels exuded an aura of ancient wisdom, mottled by the perennial arrival of rotten flowers of decay, whispering tales of a bygone era. The entrance to the workshop was a gaping maw, like the open mouth of a tragic drama mask from an alleyway puppet theatre. Marcel entered, the creaking floor seeming to announce the arrival of the orphaned creation in his creator's sanctuary. The air was thick with the musky scent of old wood, born from countless hours of touch by gifted hands. Amidst the scattered remnants of puppet parts, marionette strings and puppeteer tools lay the hallowed silence and vacuity that Aldo left in his wake. A beam of duck-egg blue moonlight cut through the dusty window, illuminating a strange contraption in the far corner of the room, the Legion Arms. The ancient puppeteer's tool was grander than Marcel imagined. Lying dormant, it boasted an air of dormant eminence, with intricately etched carvings that danced in the glint of moonlight. They shimmered like mystical beacons attracting their rightful master. Summoning his courage, Marcel tentative reached out a shaky wooden hand, maintaining a hopeful eye contact with the Legion Arms. The moment his hand made contact, he felt a surge of arcane energy. The Legion arms rumbled to life, their inherent magic amalgamating with the seemingly sentient consciousness residing within Marcel, their bond sealed by a mystic pact of fate and function. Marcel's audition into his creator's past had begun in earnest. Those rumbling echoes of Aldo's history surged through him, riding on the waves of his newfound puppeteer tool. The Legion arms held more than just the power of manipulation, they were custodians of Aldo's secretive narrative. As Marcel maneuvered the novel tool with subtle twists and turns, he found himself inundated with fragmented memories of Aldo captured as enigmatic echoes of moments frozen in time. It was a dark and muddled aftermath of the puppet festival, a tableau tinted in a hue of melancholy, Aldo, debilitated by the downfall of his city's puppet legacy, valiantly shaping his last creation, which would bear the weight of truth. Through despair and failing health, he meticulously worked, carving each portion of Marcel, pouring into him an essence that no other puppet in the city held, the gift of life. As the moon dimmed against the encroaching grasp of dawn, Marcel reluctantly emerged from the shackles of his creator's past. His wooden heart fluttered with a new understanding of his purpose and the daunting legacy of the artisan whose life was a silent tale in the echo chamber of Ventriloqua. Marcel knew then that he was not merely a creation but a torch-bearer of a legacy, both shrouded in deceit yet the key to unveiling truth. The puppet walked out, leaving Aldo's workshop a place of deeper silence but with a vestige less mystery. His mission was clearer now, albeit, more intimidating. Marcel understood that revealing his creator's past would be integral to unmasking the pitiful reality of his city. Chapter 2 closed its curtains, casting a spectacle of emotions onto the cobblestone path leading out from Aldo's once resonant workshop. The puppet made of wood was slowly becoming a puppet laced with resilient metal, primed for unraveling the intricacies woven by the strings of deceit. But for now, Marcel knew the sun would rise, casting new shadows drenched in sinister untruths and he would need his newfound tool, the ancient legion arms, to be his guiding force in the face of his city's darkness. Chapter 3, Shadows on the Wall 
In the obsidian labyrinth of ventriloquous cobblestone streets, the icy grip of anticipation enfolded Marcel. His wooden heart, beneath his carved chest, seemed to be infused with an emotion uncanny for a puppet. Fear, a hair-raising chill breathed down the back of his neck. Snow-peaked, leaden clouds covered the star bed above. The silence was loud. As Marcel journeyed further, the disembodied voice pulsated within him like a spectral beacon, guiding him through the inky cityscape. Down an alleyway, the silhouette of sinister figures carved a menacing panorama against the flickering glow of distant lamplight. Shadows danced on the cracked walls, grotesque marionettes wielding an untamed spectrum of terror. Their bodies were a grotesque palette of wood, metal, and string, melded into monstrous forms explicably begotten on the anvil of twisted minds. Fiendish puppeteers, writhing in the arms of the city's despair. Perhaps born from it, Marcel's glass bead eyes glinted with a determined shimmer as he unsheathed the legion arms. Their otherworldly aura seemed to hum and thrum in harmony with his courage. They felt, alive, the dormant force seeped into his wooden veins, like a rush of mystic adrenaline, empowering him with an ethereal resilience. Raise no hand against your brethren, the voice whispered, a warm zephyr in Marcel's mind against the bitter wind. Marcel hesitated, a bitter pill to swallow for the puppet who had so far been able to answer violence with violence, in his quest of discovering the truth. A philosophical crossroad that bore no apparent solace. But, that didn't belittle Marcel's resolve. A ghastly puppeteer advanced, mutated strings twitching like serpent tongues. It swung to slash at Marcel, strings snaking malevolently. But Marcel, driven by the voice and the mystic arsenal, parried, exerting force that sent the adversary skidding backward. Marcel tiptoed into a dance, a ballet of survival. Every swing, every dodge was instinctual, directed not by calculated thought but by the whispered guidance echoing from within. He didn't strike, he defended. The legion arms obeyed his non-violent defiance, unfurling not their cruel edge but instead forming a luminous shield. Energy crackled on the surface like trapped lightning, searing the air with a sharp, incandescent tang. Each impact from the puppeteer's assault bounced off the shield, sending out shockwaves that rippled through the narrow passage. Its stringy arms recoiled with each strike, the stinging backlash rippling up its arms. Still, it persisted, blinded by its puppeteer's malevolent control. But Marcel upheld his dance, demonstrating the valor of defense over aggression. The voice, sounding distinctively like Aldo, soothed his frenetic heartbeats, leading him through the violent ballet where he was more a survivor than a warrior. The puppeteer, wearied by its attempts, retreated into the city's shadowy embrace. A defeated leviathan, slinking back into its murky realm, vanquished not by a warrior's strength but by a puppet's resolve. The echo of its retreat sighed on the stone facades, the alleyway resuming its eerie silence. Marcel stood victorious, more in spirit than in action, clutching the legion arms pulsating warmly in his wooden grasp. Each breath tasted of survival, every heartbeat chimed of his newly discovered strength. He gazed at the legion arms, the golden glow enveloping him like a radiating halo in the dark alley. Their mystifying power had backed his courageous determination, reinforcing his faith, in not just his creator but also his own marionette existence. Chapter 3 closed on Marcel, a puppet marked by a life infused with a mission heavier than his wooden heart. Confronting the monstrous opponents was no longer a fear to deter him. He reminisced about the successfully survived battle. It was a dance, a dance not of the predatory, but of the resilient, the dance of fate and survival, the dance he must learn to master. Chapter 4, Strings of Deception. The city's malignant core exposed itself a little more with each step Marcel took. Aldo's whispers acted as a sinister serenade, a backdrop to the puppet's quest to unravel his creator's secrets. 
Canvas awnings overshadowing narrow alleyways fluttered, rustling like ancient parchments disclosing stories the city vainly tried to contain. Marcel realized the puppet adversaries he encountered were not mere constructs, but fragments of Aldo's past. Every strung marionette, every wooden soldier bore the trace of Aldo's hands, whispers of his mysterious legacy. And each monster embodied a chapter of heartache or soaring triumph, a sliver of the artisan Aldo once was. Encounters turned into battles as Marcel strode through the labyrinthine city, his puppet heart filled with a grim resolve. He was no stranger to violence now. The Legion arms, his ever-faithful companion, were always prepared to strike. In a blink, they could morph into a resplendent shield reflecting fear back onto his monstrous adversary's grotesque faces, or a shimmering sword rending through deceitful strings. Cars were etched onto his wooden form with each engagement, accepting him as the price of truth. They were signs of perilous victories, and they mapped out his burgeoning courage and evolving prowess, sites of impact now hardened into areas of resilience. His fades into the shadows were as menacing as the shadow puppeteers themselves. Through grimy, abandoned dwellings, he would recall Aldo's loving touch, the gentle rise of his chest as the artisan inhaled deeply before blowing life into his puppet creation. A sliver of doubt then hit him. Was it all a farcical jest perpetuated by Aldo? Was he a joke brought to life? A plaything born out of boredom? His grip around the legion arms tightened, his metallic eyes sparking with steely determination. He refused to be the punchline of his creator's untold joke. The city revealed a silver lining in its cloud of despair that day. A group of harmless, friendly puppets appeared from the rubber-stained gutters. Naive, timid, but laced with an innate kindness that warmed Marcel's wooden heart. They were unlike any that Marcel had previously met, they were deprived of Aldo's touch, yet, there was a palpable feeling of kinship. Their colorful robes and painted faces were a stark contrast against the decaying backdrop of ventriloquia. Unseen threads of solidarity forged a bond between them. But beneath the vibrant veneer, Marcel could read the same story, a city bereft of mirth, stripped of vibrancy, a grim stage for lifeless performances. Drawn to Marcel's radiant charisma and the mysterious allure of the Legion arms, the friendly puppets pledged allegiance to him. They guided him through ventriloquous complicated avenues, sharing their innocuous city wisdom, whispering tales of Aldo, of joyous times when puppet shows would grace the city square every evening. Back when Aldo was an artisan and not a myth. As Marcel ventured forth into the city, guided by his newfound companions, he gathered strings of truth about Aldo. He began to weave them together, to form a cresting narrative about his creator and himself. But the city wasn't done with its puppets yet, for even in the warmth of kinship, pernicious puppet adversaries waited eagerly in the creeping shadows. One deception was unraveled, yet many awaited. As Marcel ventured deeper into the labyrinth of ventriloquia, he knew the struggles were not yet over, nor were they going to get easier. The quest for truth continued, guided by the glow of the legion arms and a puppet's unwavering resolve. Chapter 5, Puppeteer's Gambit. Marcel, the puppet with consciousness, found himself wandering through the lattice of narrow alleys crisscrossing the forsaken city of Ventriloqua. The cobblestones underfoot, worn smooth by centuries of puppetry performances and everyday business, echoed with a half-forgotten memory that the city would rather silence. Marcel moved quietly, the ancient puppeteer tool, the legion arms, pathfinder in his wooden hand. Dampened by the night air, his wood-grain skin gleamed under the solemn moonlight. Stepping out of the constricting maze of lanes, Marcel found himself in front of the city's once vibrant marketplace. Grotesque silhouettes cast by decayed puppet stalls filled the area, forming a dismal testament to fallen grandeur. Once the heart of ventriloquia, the marketplace was now just another quivering node in the city's veins. 
The marketplace that had once brimmed with life had been replaced with an eerie stillness. Suddenly, the city's deafening silence was shattered by discordant laughter. The barren marketplace echoed with the eerie voices creeping out from the shadows. Marcel's wooden eyes dilated in recognition, but before he could react, he was surrounded. Shadow puppeteers, faces masked in a vile facsimile of puppets, emerged from the consuming darkness, their figures twisted into monstrous versions of the puppeteers of old. The legion arms in Marcel's clutches quivered, responding to the impending threat. Each puppeteer was armed with a marionette, strings twining upwards to an unknown entity looming in the darkness. A cold gust of wind swirled around the marketplace, carrying with it the desolate lament of the city. Engulfed by the puppeteer horde, Marcel whirled around, frantically searching for an escape route. As he launched himself toward a narrow side alley, a string whipped out of the darkness, entangling his legs. Marcel fell forward, sliding on the worn cobblestones, the legion arms slipping from his hand. Instantly, the ambience of the alley changed, as if the onlooking structures intaked a sharp, collective gasp. Scurrying on all fours, in one swift motion, he reclaimed the legion arms and slashed the string entrapping him. Just as he was about to make his escape, a puppeteer lunged at him. Marcel twisted around, the legion arms intercepting the assault. There was a cacophonous clash as the puppeteer tool met the grotesque puppet manipulated by the attacking puppeteer. With a swift parry, Marcel managed to shove the puppeteer off balance and darted down the alley, the monstrous laughs of the puppeteer horde echoing behind him. Panting heavily, Marcel stumbled deeper into the dark underbelly of Ventriloqua. The city watched as he disappeared into its labyrinthine depths, its heart shared in Marcel's relentless hope. His experience had opened a floodgate of revelations, giving him a deeper understanding of the city's unfortunate downfall. The truth was remorseless, Ventriloqua's decay was not merely physical, but spiritual, the mass corruption and manipulation of the puppeteers gnawing at the city's soul. As he nursed his wounds, Marcel gazed at the Legion arms. The ancient puppeteer tools had saved him, transformed into a rapier when he needed distance, a flick knife when he required precision. Given the utility, Marcel couldn't bear to think what fate would befall Ventriloqua should these beautiful, mystical tools fall into the clutches of the shadow puppeteers. Lost in thought, Marcel trudged forward, focusing on putting more distance between him and the puppeteer's horde. He was a puppet all right, but would refuse to dance to their sinister tunes. As the echoes of his footsteps converged into a dull hum, the city whispered back, its stories unfurling, and secret histories rising from the cobblestones to meet him. Despite the harshness of his plight, determination steeled him. Marcel was resolved to unravel the truth, to breathe life back into the deserted city streets, to restore Ventriloqua to its former glory. For he was more than just a puppet, he was Ventriloqua's last hope. Chapter 6, In the Whispering Shadows In the subterranean expanse beneath Ventriloqua, a labyrinth sprawled. Marcel, clutching the legion arms, ventured into the catacombs dimly lit by the feeble glow of blue fungi diffusing into the silent dark. The disembodied voice led him deeper, the echo of Aldo's words whispering along the age-worn walls, interlacing the damp air with an ethereal chill. Each step was a descent into forgotten time, the city's lost secrets inscribed in the labyrinth's stone heart. The whispers grew louder, teetering on the edge of audibility. They murmured tales of puppeteers past, of insidious wars fought in shadows, and a prophecy Marcel was yet to fully understand. Suddenly, the faint echoes ceased, replaced by an ominous silence. The catacomb's darkness thickened, and a surreal sense took over. Barely perceptible, an otherworldly glow hummed at the catacomb's heart, swathed in an undulating murmur akin to a dreaming child, luring Marcel into its stranger lore. The puppet, nurtured on stranger realities than most could contemplate, stepped fearlessly into this new domain. 
As he crossed the invisible threshold, the solid sheen of cobblestone and age gave way to an ephemeral dreamscape materializing from whispers and shadow. In this uncanny realm, Marcel's wooden form wavered like a mirage emerging upon reality's veil. He moved with a fluidity unseen before, his carved joints bending and flexing with newfound vitality. The legion arms pulsed in his hand, resonating with the dreamscape's ethereal frequency. Impelled by a voice now unfathomable, drawing him to an ancient tableau etched in flowing time. Seven puppeteers stood tall, strings tethered to a world intact, their faces obscured by silhouettes of godlike puppet forms. Among them, a figure resembling Aldo, his appearance flickering like a candle doused in whispering shadows. The legion arms trembled in Marcel's grasp, extending towards the tableau. Each puppeteer held an instrument like his, an array of legion arms forging the world's strings. The tableau, as if acknowledging his silent query, pulsated with an answer, streaming an epiphany into Marcel's sentient core. Ventriloqua, the city of puppets, was their creation, a universe shaped at the hands of these puppeteers and their legion arms. The puppeteers were not mere manipulators, they were creators, architects of existence itself, welding reality's strings. Aldo, Marcel's creator, was one among them, a puppeteer both colossal and intricate within the realm of dimensions. Marcel, standing on the precipice of this revelation, sensed himself as an integral fragment in this grand design, a puppet empowered by the legion arms and a consciousness beyond his wooden form. The catacombs whispers, the imagined tableau, the vibrating legion arms strings, all hinted at a larger destiny crafted onto him by Aldo. Marcel felt his being expanding, filling the void within the dream-laden catacombs. He was no longer just a puppet traversing the decrepit streets of a fallen city, but a voyager nested in the fabric of a grand narrative, tangled within the strings of existence, echoing the principles of truth and deception. The realm of dreams seeped into Marcel, empowering him with shards of forgotten knowledge, honing his courage for the battles to come. As he began his ascent from the catacombs, Marcel carried with him more than a profound understanding of the Legion arm's power, he bore the weight of destiny, his wooden chest filling with the promise of a different ventriloquo. Above, unnoticed by his beaded eyes yet felt in their increased depth, the moonlight had sobered. A new dawn awaited Marcel and the City of Puppets. Chapter 7, The City of Puppets. The city of Ventriloqua lay before Marcel like a colossal husk of a once magnificent beast, its cobblestone streets winding aimlessly like the intestines of a long-dead leviathan. The whispers of the city echoed in Marcel's hollow chambers as he traversed the aged roads. Every corner seemed to be steeped in the murky remains of lost vigor, profound deceit, and an unsurmountable will to survive the decay. The echo of footsteps from a group of sinister puppets headed Marcel's way. They were gnarled and grotesque, manipulated by the invisible strings of the shadow puppeteers. Marcel's glass bead eyes focused in the direction, his wooden hand tightened around the legion arms. The magical charm shimmered as if in anticipation. A confrontation was inevitable. Marcel used his lithe body to his advantage, maneuvering in ways only a puppet could. He danced through the cobblestone streets, a masterful display of evasion and attack, evoking the grandeur of an ancient ballet. He launched himself into them, treating the monstrous puppet adversaries as props, stunning them with swift, elegant strikes from the legion arms. His newly enhanced abilities seemed to flow naturally with the rhythm of the fight. Despite the odds against him, Marcel began to see a pattern in the chaotic dance, something previously hidden that he now understood. Each adversary he faced was but a petty pawn in the grand narrative of deceit and corruption that had plagued Ventriloqua. This revelation, however, was only the tip of the iceberg. As Marcel ventured deeper into the heart of the city, he found scratches and markings in the form of an elaborate puppet code on the city walls, a hint of an intricate design laid by Aldo himself. 
Marcel's wooden heart seemed to tremble inside his hollow body. The city itself was a grand puppet stage, every puppet and persona, a crucial marionette in Aldo's surreal puppet show. His creator, who he had admired and held in the highest regard, had played a major role in the city's downfall. Reeling from the devastating revelation, Marcel fought back the rising despair, he was not created to lose heart. Instead, he used the shock as fuel to unravel the mysteries further. His abilities enhanced even more as he decoded Aldo's intricate symbols across the city, gaining deeper understanding and control of the Legion arms. Having finally come to terms with his creator's role and the path that lay ahead, a newfound determination filled Marcel's wooden limbs. He stood tall, undeterred amidst the darkness, his steely eyes shining as he gazed at the sprawling city before him. Marcel, very unlike the lifeless puppets around him, bore the weight of the truth and the clarity of his purpose. For he was no ordinary puppet, he was Marcel, the puppet of Ventriloqua. His quest was far from over, and with each whispered secret he unveiled, his aim grew stronger. He would break the cycle of deception and bring forth the truth, no matter the cost. He had no strings to be pulled by the puppeteers, no strings but his own will. The city of puppets, under the dark blue cloak of the elusive puppet universe, held its breath as Marcel rose to challenge his fate. Chapter 8, Legion Arms Revelation. Bathed in the light piercing through the fringes of decayed buildings, Marcel stood tall in a posture resonating determination. His carved wooden form, flawlessly crafted by Aldo's nimble hands, exuded an aura of grit unknown to the dull counterparts of Ventriloqua. His glass bead eyes glistened with resolve as he clutched the legion arms firmly in his hand. This once crude tool, an assemblage of wood and string, was now alive with a mysterious force unseen by the puppet world till this moment. Marcel traversed through narrow alleys and winding streets, shouldering the weight of a truth that was as daunting as it was liberating. He finally arrived at an ancient auditorium concealed amidst the forgotten ruins of the city. Its crumbling walls whispered tales of a time when artistry trumped manipulation, a time when puppetry was respected, loved, not a feeble plaything of the grotesque shadow puppeteers. The stage lay vacant, choked by the debris of a glorious past, the still air broken by the sound of the legion arms humming in his hand. The hum grew louder, reverberating within the domed auditorium. Marcel held the puppeteer tool up, and like a divining rod, it began to direct him towards the center of the stage. He felt a surge of energy channel through him, his wooden form trembling under its power. In a blinding flash, the legion arms transformed, expanding and contracting before settling into an instrument of extraordinary power, its strings sizzling with an ethereal glow. Marcel could feel a connection, a thread unseen, binding him to everything within the theater and perhaps beyond. Then, he saw it, the layers upon layers of realities unfurling before him. The legion arms pulled the singular thread of truth and deceit, intertwining it with the strings of multiple dimensions, revealing the intricate patterns of a grand, multidimensional puppet universe. Marcel stood at the nexus, an immense spectrum extending beyond the realm of ventriloqua, a cosmic tapestry riddled with knots of twisted wisdom and drooping threads of worn-out tales. He stunned himself with revelation, the enormity of it pushing him to the brink of his grasp. Marcel, the puppet, was not merely an artisan's creation exploring an old city's corruption. He was a strand in the cosmos of the puppet universe, significant in his existence, entrusted with an ancient tool to weave or unravel the magic of his interdimensional world. He was the puppet for strings of realities, the guardian of the legion arms, woven into the grand tapestry of a universe that stretched across dimensions beyond comprehension. Marcel was predestined to ensure the harmony, and to prevent the dystopia that echoed within Ventriloqua from plaguing the unseen realms. Marcel's gaze bore into the expanding universe stretching before him. 
The puppet city humbled below, the ashen structures depriving its theatres of song were but tiny specks within the grandeur laid bare by the legion arms. The puppet, carved by an artisan's hand, had transcended the limits of his wooden thread. As the revelation of his central role in the puppet universe sunk in, Marcel's purpose became clearer than ever. Aided by the power of the Legion arms, he was a beacon standing on the crossroads of the multiple dimensions, brave and ready for the trials that awaited in his path. His strings were yet to pull the symphony of a universe back from the brink of its own undoing, and with that profound realization, Marcel anticipated the remainder of his journey with newfound fortitude and resolution. The Legion arms ceased their hum, falling silent and static in his grasp again. But now, they concealed power, the power to shape destinies, pulsating in wait for the puppet they had chosen for the monumental task. Dim light fell on Marcel as he stood there, his form casting long shadows that danced with the flickering flames of a city that was still to witness its dawn. The puppet's journey twisted into a path untraveled, laying on it the burden of a guardian, a puppet who held the strings to a universe. Chapter 9, The Nexus of Strings the strings of fate had knotted around him, like sinewy cobwebs spun by the iron-gray spinstress of destiny. Marcel stood at an intersection of infinite realities, each one forming an intricate tapestry that stretched into the abyss of the unknown. It was here, at the edge of his understanding and existence, he found himself bound by the edict of choice. His tiny, wooden heart pounded in rhythm with the throbbing pulse of the universe, each beat echoing a whispering promise of the role he was to assume. Every shadow he had fought, every grotesque marionette he had clashed against, every whisper that had guided him, all merged into a shadowy symphony, reverberating in his mind. It was a dance of dark and light, good and evil, truth and deceit. His experience dripped like wax onto the shimmering puppeteer tools, the legion arms resonated with an ethereal hum, mirroring the existential crisis brewing within him. Was he merely a puppet, dancing to the tune of the disembodied voice? Or was he, in fact, the puppeteer, the guardian of realities, pulling strings of his own fate and that of his beloved, abused city? Was his existence merely Aldo's grand narrative, crafted meticulously by the old puppeteer, or was he an extension of Aldo's consciousness, destined to redeem his world? Marcel wandered through the phantom-like realities, searching for fragments of truth scattered amidst the metaphysical labyrinths of time and space. He witnessed himself as a legato of a kinetic symphony, watched as unkempt puppets paraded through the city under the corrupt command of puppeteers and he galloped through bustling city plazas once resonating with laughter but now a gloomy echo of its past. Each reality was a performance, a touch brutal and a hint melancholic, set upon the grand stage of existence. And standing amidst the spectral audience, observing the grand spectacle, Marcel began to comprehend the role bestowed upon him. Sure, he had been Aldo's creation, born from twisted wires and varnished wood. But he embraced the truth he was more than just an artisan's handiwork. He was an entity, charged with the purpose of redemption, a beacon glowing in the bleak abyss of adversity. It was he who chose his path, plucking strings of fate with a newfound resolve. And with this epiphany, the legion arms hummed louder, threads of light swirling around his wooden physique, bestowing him with an amplify i.e. ethereal charm. Marcel stepped out of the crossroads of myriad realities onto the path he had chosen, a puppet bereft of strings yet bound by a destiny of his own. The nexus of strings had unfurled for him, a map to the chronicles of worlds yet to be woven. He looked back one last time at the labyrinth of time and space, accepting his role not just as a spectator, but a participant in the grand narrative of existence. The puppeteer, and the puppet, amalgamated into a being of transcendental understanding, a guardian. And with that, Marcel, with his eyes of glass and heart of oak, embarked down the path he chose, a path laden with strength, courage and undying resolve, the path to the true essence of his destiny. Chapter 10, Harmony of the Puppet Universe. 
Crossing the annals of time and dimensions, Marcel stood on the precipice of an unfathomable decision. The shadowy expanse of the puppet universe sprawled before him, rippling with unseen currents of reality. He grasped the legion arms, the ancient puppeteer tools vibrating with a thrumming energy, an echo of countless possibilities. His glass bead eyes, an empyreal mirror of determinations, reflected the multidimensional matrix of destinies unfulfilled, lives intertwined, and the tones of truth and deception. The puppet realized, he was the juncture of countless strings of existence, his decision to resonate throughout the entire puppet universe. He was both actor and spectator, puppet and puppeteer, the protagonist of a grand narrative spun infinitely across temporal and spatial spectra. A wave of realization crashed through his wooden form. The once vibrant city of Ventriloquia, a cell in the body of a cosmos far greater than he could comprehend. Every street, every alley, every woven tale of puppetry, was a fragment of a bigger picture. His creator Aldo, the enigmatic artisan, was not solely a puppeteer but a maestro orchestrating a grand symphony of existence. At the crossroads of multitudes of realities, Marcel remembered the patina of his own journey, the once all-encompassing city of Ventriloqua, the monstrous shadow puppeteers, the echoing whispers of Aldo hinting at the path towards truth. His hand tightened around the legion arms, his liaison with the puppet universe, transmuters of thought and deed, bearers of ancient wisdom. Taking a rock-steady breath, Marcel stepped forward into the frontier of realities. He realized truths were manifold, shaped by the eyes perceiving him, Ventriloqua wasn't decaying, but transforming, Aldo wasn't absent, but everywhere, he wasn't a lonely puppet, but a tide in the ocean of existence. Glancing upon his wooden form, Marcel could see transformation coursing through him, from painted visage to ancient timber feet. His veneer flaked, revealing beneath it layers of richly colored wood, sap blue, chirpy yellow, twilight purple, each a testament to the resilience, evolving mysteries, and indecipherable paths he marched on. With his decision echoing across spatial-temporal dimensions, the city of Ventriloqua began its metamorphosis. The darkness skulking in the shadows faded, replaced with bright prismatic light pouring from the spaces between cobblestones, conjuring vibrant hues in the hollow whispers of the puppet theatres now resonant with echoes of laughter. The sky, once a haunting canvas of perpetual twilight, was dappled with myriad galaxies reflecting the eternal harmony of this resuscitated universe. Yet, even as the puppet universe hummed with newfound vigor, Marcel understood there was more to come. The legion arms shimmered with promise, radiant with power yet untapped, roads yet untraveled. And just as his journey began with a whisper, the disembodied voice of Aldo seemed to resonate through the transforming dimensions, a final reminder that the puppeteer's strings were never truly cut. Indeed, the puppet's tale was only beginning. The revelations Marcel had met with, about his creator, his strings and his universe, were but the overture of an endless saga. The stride he took this day was a step into unknown territories, to battles not fought, to truths not yet unearthed. His path forward was dappled with countless other adventures that await him in the seemingly quiet streets of Ventriloqua, under the watchful gaze of the many moons. For, what is a puppet but an explorer? A silent observer and an active participant, straddling realities, bound by strings yet unfettered in spirit. As the puppet universe hummed in harmony, Marcel, its chosen guardian, stood ready to embrace the new cycle of existence, to witness more secrets unfold and to further dive into the depths of deceit and truth. As the echoes of his decision began to fade, one thing was certitude, Marcel, the puppet of Ventriloqua was neither a mere plaything nor a solitary wanderer. He was the vibrato on the strings of a grand cosmic ensemble, and his melody had yet to truly begin.